it's very easy to get stuck in your own opinions and it's a really good idea to hear alternative opinions and whether or not that sort of you know it's a good it's good to challenge your own opinions there's a lot of reverence when we have an expert We're, or you know more than us but it doesn't necessarily we don't necessarily explore our own thoughts when you as an expert in the room now some people say we're actually being brainwashed into thinking as we as individuals can make a blind bit of difference to the to the environmental damage that's being done because some people say the majority of carbon ever emitted, ever, by humanity has been emitted by seven big companies. Stretch your thinking with us uh, as we explore our opinions. And they are our opinions, they're not facts. Our thoughts are not facts, they're just momentary times of awareness, I would say. I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabbit, one of the co-hosts of the People's Countryside Environmental Debate podcast. And we're going to be approaching today's listener question cold. We haven't read it, we don't know what it's going to be about. We haven't prepared for it, so let's see what we get. Who's the co-host? My name's William Manklow. Yeah, we're going straight cold, straight cold into these questions very often. Um, Stuart actually asked me... I've, have, you, have I read the question already? And, I, and my answer was no. And he said, would you like to? And I'm like, no, I'll read it as I'm at, we're actually mm. discussing it. So mm. this is straight out of our, straight out of the box almost, isn't it? Mm. The opinions. That's mm. how we that's how we roll on this podcast. And often, you know, some of our, what we say, you might feel is unfounded or maybe you think that maybe we're being controversial. But it's the whole point of just stimulating a debate, stimulating a, anything in your mind to actually mm. maybe... Get you to see the world from a slightly different perspective. Well, challenge your own perspective. As Chal- it is. Challenge your own perspective. I, I had this conversation with somebody I know quite well recently, and they said that they don't have conversations about um, about politics and about religion because they know what their mind is, and it's very set. Then they said that if it, it'll just we'll just end up with an argument. And I'm and I was thinking, well, actually, no, you don't end up with an argument. You just the best thing to do is just try to keep an open mind and listen to other people's opinions. Yeah. You might not agree with them. Well, well, do they think that argument comes from the other person trying to convince them about their alternative opinion? Yes. Or, or it Probably. comes from their own baggage they're taking into it, say, saying, I'm right and I don't want to be challenged? Both. Yeah. Both, because I think... I was thinking about this, talking about this with my wife recently, about how... You know, it's very easy to get stuck in your own opinions and it's a really good idea to hear alternative opinions and whether or not that sort of, you know, is it good, it's good to challenge your own opinions. I remember a number of years ago, my wife was talking to somebody and afterwards they said to me, oh, I uh, didn't really like the conversation much because I felt she, she was trying to con- convert me over to religion. And I said, no, what she was saying, she was explaining her thoughts. Hmm. And the fact that you're an atheist, you don't believe in any religion or anything... It doesn't mean she was trying to convert you. She was just expressing her opinion. And I think the uncomfortableness this person felt was there, it may be largely, not solely, but largely their own insecurities. Yeah, yeah, and it does come, a lot of it does come down to your own insecurities. Mm. But mm. We, we are labouring on the fact, this fact, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, the, we use this podcast as therapy, and it gives us space to uh, often, without a, a guest, an expert guest, or somebody with personal experience, it allows us the, the the space to actually explore our own thoughts as as of now. And very often, what we say isn't necessarily our own opinions. We're just throwing different options out there to think about, and then we could maybe go and revisit the issue with an expert. You know, but yeah. if people say well, you should always have an expert. 
No, because, uh, you know, you, you're too... You, there's a lot of reverence when we have an expert, We're, or you know more than us. But it doesn't necessarily... We don't necessarily explore our own thoughts when there's an expert in the room. Yes, and challenge our assumptions. Mm. Challenge us. Yeah. I definitely will say that. We should say that more often on this podcast, actually. Just mm. challenge us and challenge our, our, what we say as well. Mm. Um, it's, as, it's not a confrontation. It's mm. just, it just a meeting of, uh, of opinions, if you yeah. see what I mean. Uh, well, so we try and break down uh, the big issues into bite-sized chunks. And we aim to challenge beliefs, mindsets and habits. And through actions we sometimes come up with, we try and address what we discuss. And... Um, we're, we're, we always often, well, we often say we're like two men sat in a pub. We're given an envelope with a question in it and we explore our own ideas, uh, biases uh, and maybe narrow-minded thinking in, in that way. So, we, you know, that we're not sat in a pub, obviously. We're not handed an envelope. We've got a digital email in front of us with the question on. But it's the same principle. It's sort of like we come into this cold, which we've said. Yes. So who's the listener from? Oh, no, where's the listener from and who is the listener? Uh, it's from in Richmond in Virginia, Virginia, USA. It's Sean who has sent this question in. So thank you very much, Sean. I will read the question out verbatim because as we always do. Mm. Um, and you can actually, if you want to see the full question, have a look in the, the, the description of this episode. And it's, mm. it's, it's, we always put the full question and the full... This is mm. exactly what the listener has sent to us. Yep. So we want to be as clear and as... Um, yeah. Concise. Concise as, as possible. Yeah, so uh, Sean's question starts of starts off. Hello from America. Hello! I was recommending your podcast and enjoying it. Brilliant. Who recommended it to you? Just out of interest. Many of the UK issues you discuss are relevant here as well. I like the way you mix things up and have unpredictable subjects discussed, but I also really like your guest episodes, even though there are only a couple of dozen or so. In a couple of episodes, you recommend purchasing Colombian products to encourage producers there to grow and supply products that doesn't require more deforestation and maybe even encourage the expansion of the rainforest. Isn't importing Colombian products polluting in itself, though, as there are a lot more transport-related pollution involved in that than getting other supplies from local producers? Yeah, very good point. Um... By by Colombia exporting and uh, and us importing it, there are a lot, lots of carbon emitted in the transportation, whereas we could get that from other other sources. But I think our recommendation to buy Colombian uh, is to change what the Colombian farmers are able to grow financially. So it, it may be, you know, it may not be ideal that we're 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 causing initially causing carbon by transporting their products. But if we can stop uh, the rainforest being cut down and get them growing different crops, and then source, leave them in a in a place where they have maybe more localized. Uh, markets for their new products and then we move over to a more local supplier to us and then so instead of doing it all in one go you 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 know you save the rainforest and then you deal with the transportation second you don't have to try and do it so it's a very good point yeah because it's always it's always best to buy from as local as possible Mm. isn't it but we need to we need to actually enable the farmers in places like Colombia to transition to new products that are maybe already growing naturally in the jungle, 
Mm. Um, so open their eyes to the opportunities before we actually just say, we're not going to buy from you guys, we're going to just buy local. It, we, we have a responsibility to help them transition by exploring other products and then with a view to knowing that our, we're not their long-term market for that new product. Yes, yeah, I was just thinking of because the often it's the, the longer distance um, transportation of goods yeah. that obviously creates more pollution. However, it can often be sort of the last mile or so actually of, of transportation that actually cause, causes the most pollution per... So like for per, if you had if you if you had um, bulk uh, deliveries or bulk bulk uh, transportation, that would actually reduce how much it is mm. pollution wise because you're obviously it's not just smaller yeah. smaller items. It often can be, for example, in, in if if you drive to the supermarket, the biggest carbon footprint of that your food reaching your table is you driving to and from the to and from the supermarket yeah compared to how much is actually being transported mm. um that's the reason why home shopping for example often is 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 a little bit better because it still creates pollution mm. but it also creates less pollution because that that that's that van is to do or that 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 vehicle mm. is there to do that particular job and do it on uh, deliver to many different properties rather than just yourself, just your own. <clears throat> so maybe that's one way of looking at it. Is this like you know that actually you, if you're even if you're still are buying from Colombia, is if it's bought in bulk, it's a bit more, mm. maybe a little bit less polluting than it is. It still is polluting. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will admit that. But um, that, that's but everything's th- polluting. But yes. um, well, cy- cycling is not polluted. Well, the bike has to be made in the first place. Yes, yes, but it takes this whole of, yeah. a whole thing of negating how much, mm. it, how long it takes to, for that pollution <clears> to be negated. If you see what I mean, from from it's a bit like if you if you buy yourself a reusable. I'm going to have a bit of a tangent in a way, but if you buy yourself a, re, a reusable coffee cup, it does take a quite a number of cups of coffee. If you see mm. what I mean, Use, uses I should say until it becomes almost mm. carbon neutral compared to if you were to buy coffee from in a mm. in a uh, single use cup. No, some people say we're actually being brainwashed into thinking as we as individuals can make a blind bit of difference to the to the environmental damage that's being done. Because some people say the majority of carbon ever emitted, ever, by humanity has been emitted by seven big, big companies. I don't know what those big companies, I just remember hearing that as a statement recently. Hmm. So if if we if if us doing individual things aren't really going to tip the balance compared with those the big the big polluters out there that actually legitimizes our statement a little bit more about supporting the Colombians because we're not actually producing any more carbon as individuals by get encouraging them to buy, grow new products that we will buy what we're doing is actually increasing stopping the 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 downturn in the rainforest Mm. and we're potentially getting it reforested as well so if it's true that individuals we can't make as individual purchases we can't make a blind bit of difference we can at least save some of the trees and you know do little bits and bobs different but you can't expect these big companies to change unless we change that is very true um but we're also one thing i'm maybe we don't talk about within the um I've not really ever heard about in the um, carbon neutral conversation or mm. in, reduce, in reducing pollution or reducing emissions conversation is the carbon legacy that we've had since the, the <clears throat> since since the um, industrial industrial revolution. 
um, because the carbon has been we've been admitting emitting carbon a lot on a grand scale since um, mm. I say we mostly the West of course and United Kingdom being a great example of of, of um, being almost like the the heart of of the industrial revolution. Actually, you know, carbon emissions really were even even till even till the fifties and sixties and into the seventies were still pretty high. I mean, there was a there's a quite a notorious event that happened in London in 1953. For five days, they had this 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 London this smog. It happened for five mm. days, and uh, it, it was pretty horrific. And a lot of it was to do with the fact that, that there was still factories burning whatever they wanted to in the center or center of the city mm. um lo- and, and uh, the citizens were, were burning anything they could find because it was just after the second world war as well and actually a lot of people couldn't afford clean burning coal or cleaner burning coal mm. it was very very lot, lot, lots of smoke so even still even till then we were still burning carbon and that is still up there in the atmosphere if you see mm. what I mean we, that we've built that up so it's a carbon legacy that we don't talk about as well. So right now we're put we're, we're we're putting more we're still putting carbon into the atmosphere that's on top of that carbon legacy in the first place. Mm. Does that do Yeah, you yeah, it makes sense. It's uh so many ways of thinking about this, but it's Sean's never asked us a question before and he has challenged us and yes. And uh not necessarily right what we're saying, but you know, at least you've been motivated to say actually you know, I challenge you on this. We've motivated, we've activated something in someone. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that's the point. Yes, uh, Sean. Thanks very much for your question. And um, you're saying here what you like how we mix things up. We don't actually. We have to remember we don't actually mix things up. It, it, it's it, it all comes from people like yourself, Sean. And yeah, the sending, 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 you sending questions to us. You listen to the podcast. You hear where we go with every episode, and yeah, we can. It can be a very eclectic mix. We've talked about so many different mm. subjects in the last four hundred mm. plus episodes of the podcast. Mm. Um, he, Sean also just mentioned about um, he really enjoys the guest episodes. Now, um, it would there be, aren't that many of them. No, there aren't very many of them, and yes, it, a guest episode does bring another voice onto the podcast. Mm. I don't, I don't know if you said it on air or off air, but you were talking earlier about. Um, uh, you know that actually having having a, an expert mm. in the mix would be a good thing, but you've got to be careful with experts because, of course, now I, I, I'm definitely definitely on the side of experts. I'm, I'm not going to say that you know experts don't know what they're talking about because that's a load of nonsense. But you, there can be a certain amount of reverence towards an mm. expert, and um, they should be challenged as much as um, mm. uh, as much as anybody, right? Yeah, exactly. um, so. We yeah, that's having 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 a guest on would be a good thing mm. to have again. I think at some point. Yeah. So Sean from Richmond in Virginia, thanks for your your um your question. I wonder if you'll buy a ticket to our uh, our live event, which uh, today is the eleventh of April, and on the twenty seventh of May at, at the Body Vineyard, former Body Vineyard, it's now retired. It's uh it's uh been converted to different like wildlife habitats. And we're having a live incarnation of this podcast. Um, 30 tickets are available only. It won't be recorded. We'll have some expert guests. No, we won't. We'll have some uh, interesting guest panellists who who, who want to actually spit the dummy and raise some subjects. And if you look down in the description, uh, you've got an Eventbrite, so you can, uh, so you can get tickets there. But it's uh, a fundraiser for... Uh, 
50% of the profits will go towards uh, World Oxfordshire. Who's World Oxfordshire, William? Oh, it's a charity. They're a charity, local charity here in Oxfordshire, of course. Um, it's on the, 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 the name is in the, on the tin, as it were, yeah. as, as, as Ron Seal said about 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they seek to create a more natural, uh, resilient and biodiverse Oxfordshire purely for the benefit of everyone, mm. uh, including really of course you know obviously nature they drive change by identifying areas of need uh building lasting partnerships and unlocking opportunities uh for the recovery of nature for, mm. for nature's recovery so uh yeah have a look at that um you know on social media we're talking about it all the time you're looking forward to it yeah i am looking forward to it because we had the um I mean, there's so many things that we do, uh, we'll be doing up till then. Um, mm. It's not like it's not in the forefront of my mind at the moment. Mm. It will be maybe a week beforehand because we're, we're still, we'll be really ramping mm. up leading up to the actual event itself. But when I think about it, when I consider it, we, we had the pilot episode in September 2021. Mm. Um, and so much water has gone under the bridge as far as this, this podcast is concerned, uh, the collaboration between yourself and myself. Is concerned as well, and life experience mm. has happened between those two. It'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm looking forward to it just to see how the whole event comes together. And well, plenty of water's gone under the bridge and into the pond at Body Vineyard because a new <laughs> pond's been installed. And uh, before the event at three thirty, we're going to be some guided walks around the new habitats that are being put in. Um, in the old vineyard, so come and have a look at the new pond. Yes, Stuart, Stuart's um, comments should be sponsored by Segway, I think, because yeah. he's done he's done so many good segways into things. Um, does, does does anybody actually know what even a Segway is these days? Well, no. you remember we we knew somebody we mentioned 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 his name Ross Arrowsmith. Mm. Um, didn't know what <laughs> didn't he, we had to explain what ASAP was. He thought it was mm. just a word, didn't he? Bless him. But it not Segway an alternative to McDonald's? <laughs> 